Welcome back to Let's Chat Markets with High Ground Dairy, a weekly podcast for the dairy industry that keeps you close to the markets and answers some of your questions about why prices moved this time around. It's Friday, heading into a long Labor Day weekend, as the markets will be closed on Monday. But before markets close, let's discuss another volatile week. Midweek, we saw another lock limit day on Class 3 milk, and yet again, we have $2 cheese. Lucas, tell the people what prompted that rally. Certainly yet another volatile week to uh, add to our never-ending adventure of 2020. Yeah, Alyssa, we saw cheese prices rally again this week. I think a lot of that is attributed to overall uncertainty about the USDA food box program. Of course, last week when President Trump announced the additional billion dollars moving into the program, that prompted a lot of questions, certainly around timing and exactly how that is going to look. And then into this week, we saw quite a few bids show up at CME spot sessions every day and not very many offers. I think from High Ground's perspective, we don't necessarily think that cheese is super tight or short. I think milk production is certainly decent across the Midwest and across the entire country for that matter. I think cheese production overall is pretty decent, but I think it's more uncertainty driving these markets. If you look back into early summer at the incredible cheese price increase, there's a lot of people who just don't want to be caught short and don't want to be in a situation where they're without product and looking at really steep prices. So that's creating quite a bit of competition right now. I'm not sure we'll move too much higher on cheese, but I do think that the uh, food box program and general demand is keeping us pretty supported these days as we move into fall and into Q4. Similar to the last rally, we saw the market kind of sell off almost immediately the next day. And ultimately into Q4, we're really setting up for a pretty bearish scenario. We'll have no more outdoor dining in the U.S. and Europe. We'll have smaller holiday gatherings given the pandemic and no vaccine. And as you just mentioned, pretty solid milk production across the U.S. Paired with a strong start to the Southern Hemisphere, spring flush, give us a recap on yesterday's neutral to bearish dairy products report that kind of adds to the concerns of a bit of an uh, oversupply situation given we won't have as many outlets to move dairy products going into winter. Some kind of interesting data points in the dairy products report. I think personally, I'm always a little bit less excited about this report as it is some of the oldest data that we get, again, looking back into July numbers. But I think um, from a cheese perspective, no real surprises. We did see cheddar production climb sharply up 5% versus prior year. I think that was all expected as uh, if you think back into market fundamentals into July, processors pushing milk into cheddar to fulfill that really strong demand that we've touched on. A pretty neutral overall report into cheddar. I think if we look into, from High Ground's perspective, August, September type numbers, probably pretty similar gains on cheese through the end of summer, especially as milk production recovered. From a butter standpoint, a bit bearish. Unfortunately, yet another bearish piece of fundamental data for the butter market that has seen quite a sell-off over the past few weeks. Production a little bit higher in July versus prior year. 
That's in addition to the really strong production that we saw throughout spring and pretty strong butter stocks overall. Nothing that leads high ground to think we'll see a price recovery in this butter market anytime soon. And then finally, maybe touching on nonfat a little bit as well. On a combined basis, production a little bit lower, nothing significant. Interesting, though, to see when we break that down into the domestic and Mexico nonfat production, still lower for the third consecutive month versus SMP quite strong, a really strong July number on SMP. Just kind of speaks to that continued Southeast Asian demand that we've seen in recent months that has really spurred our exports to quite incredible levels overall and provided pretty decent support into nonfat. We did, however, see nonfat stocks tick a little bit higher into July. Kind of speaks to a little bit of the balance that we saw into the summer. Again, that's before recent weeks when we have seen more support in this market. I think looking ahead from High Ground's perspective, certainly a little bit of bullishness actually in non-fat. That's all as long as global demand continues strong. And if, uh, if we see Asian buyers continue to compete for product, that should provide some underlying support into non-fat markets into the fall. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lucas. And everyone listening, I hope you have a wonderful, safe Labor Day weekend. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information, as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.